Hello and welcome to the Mix Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kevin, Terrell, and Malcolm. Tonight's topic, top 10 rap DJs of all time. So let's get it started. We had homework this week. So Terrell, how did you feel about the Jandina and the Wiz Kid? Well, I always listen to them. I like their type of style of music. It's very refreshing to have different nationality of rap music. So when I listen to Dungetta, he tells like his stories of him rapping. Tells about him in Nigeria, just going around singing, rapping and stuff, how, how he lived there. Tell about everything, the culture and stuff. So I was like hearing from him. And then when you get to WizKids, WizKids, how he... He brings a little bit of rap with a little bit of singing, and it's like very smooth and very catchy. And it's like I could just snap to this, it's like smooth jazz rap. I could say how he brings it in. So I like both of them. All right, cool, cool, man. I really appreciate that. So moving on to my main man, Kev. So Kev, how did you feel about the homework, Wiz Kid and Jandina? Well, the '85 to Africa, uh, my first listen was a big surprise because I didn't really expected at first i think we we come to know him for um the song classic man and we really didn't know what else he could do or what he was capable of doing so 85 to africa was a it was refreshing it didn't feel stale like even now it's been out for some time and you know you can still play it and it's still like your first time listening to it so i do like that aspect of it for uh Wiz Kid, right? Yeah, Wiz Kid. So, because I always say Burner Boy. I don't know why, but I always like Wiz Kid stuff. Um, and I even like when this, his latest album, when he kind of delayed it some because of what was going on over there in Africa, you know, all the, the protests and everything they had going on. So, like, his way of showing love and support to them was to kind of hold off on releasing his latest album and it made me like it just that little bit more because he's actually saying something or he's a, he's actually about something. It's just not him, you know, saying one thing and then there's no action. He actually put an action behind his words. So so listening to his album, it, it it was a it had a different vibe. You know, it just you know, I just appreciate him more because of what he does outside of music. So, you know, I already liked the album, so it was just it made it even better with that. All right, cool, cool. I appreciate it. So, uh, Malcolm, how did you feel about the homework this week? Wizkid and Jandina. Um, I enjoyed uh, Wizkid over Jandina. I really liked his his a few of those songs that uh, I listened to. They felt like some songs I could really play in the car. That's what I usually judge it off of when it's artists I don't know. Can I actually listen to it while I'm driving? So that Wiz Kids, uh, his his little project he put together was quite nice and pretty favorable in my book. Um, um, the the eighty five to Africa, I believe that is. Yes. Yes. So I enjoyed that um, as well. Did not expect him to. I didn't like 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 uh Kev. like Chris Kev said it was. Uh, surprised me. I didn't know. I only knew him, like you said, to the classic man stuff. And he had came out with a a few other features with some other artists. 
So he didn't really, I didn't think he was capable of what I heard. And I was quite surprised. I like some of the features. I saw a gold link feature on his, uh, on that, that uh, album as well. So all in all, I enjoyed it. But I still like that Wiz kid a lot better, though. All right. All right. I respect that. All right. So we're going to move on to me. And I'm going to say that Jandina with the classic man really was a great introduction for him. Uh, he had some projects between that and this 85 to Africa project. Super chill, aggressive, moved. He moved forward in his uh, career and showed, you know, that he had growth. Very impressive to me. Um, I thought that he was going to fall to the wayside as kind of a one hit wonder. But after listening to 85 to Africa, I was like, yeah, this is real chill. I could play this at an event and, um, you know, people could come in and do, you know, maybe drinks. This could be doing like a happy hour and really work well for that. Uh, WizKid, I kind of think that everybody has the same sentiment towards that. He's crazy dope, loved everything about his Made in Lagos album. think he's the future of hip-hop. Only thing that bothers me is that we can't have the same amount of growth in America as well, that basically the rest of the, country, the, rest of the world is keeping real hip-hop alive. So that's my two cents. So tonight we're going to talk about uh, top 10 rap DJs of all time. So our criteria for this was that we were talking about only rap DJs that DJ for a artist. So we also know that we have mixtape rap, uh, mixtape DJs. We have radio DJs. We have club DJs and we also have producer DJs. So those will be conversations that we'll have in the future. But for tonight, we're going with the top 10 rap DJs of all time. And uh, we're going to start off with uh, my man, Malcolm. So, Malcolm, what were your top 10 rap DJs of all time? Okay, so I'm going to start off with one of the the legends and um, and DJ, DJ Cool Herc. He was uh, possibly, well, him and Grandmaster Flash were the real originators of this hip-hop thing. They really were the, the real godfathers of this, of of hip-hop in general um dj cooler came around with his, his merry-go-round um style that he came up with when he was um we threw three records on together and he just tried that out at one of his uh one of his notorious parties he throws and that really um that changed the game when we talk about the uh dj game and hip-hop um he changed out genres when i, I listened to a, a sample of it on um youtube and it sounded like later it sounded flawless he came out with hip-hop then moved around i mean rock and then moved to i believe some another dance song so it was crazy and then you know he um his tennis court disco that he had as well as the back to school jam when i um did some research on that i was i was amazed as well so had to add um dj cool Herc as my number one here moving on we're gonna go to dj screw he um is from from he's one of my favorites in regards to DJs because of just the sound that they came out with. Um chopping screw sound was crazy. Um no nobody was really that sound I never really I, I never really knew how he mixed it in with his his he, he he the stuff he did when I listened to some of his mixes and stuff like that. One of his concerts with a little Kiki he had and it was like it was like he could play you could play that it sounded like a track that you just play all day 
and then he added his little touch on to it. Um, it was pretty much iconic for what um, his whole the movement down there with the um, that he created with his style. So had to put him on my list. Then we're gonna move to Jam Master J. His work with Run DMC, as we all know, legendary. I mean, that's whenever I whenever I want to hear some real hip hop, and I'm on like a long drive or something like that. That's what I put on, and I and I the sounds that you hear when we when we listen to the the nostalgic Run DMC sound is is nothing better when we talk about hip hop. Had to put him on my list with his skills and and the way the way that he's influenced the game. Um, had put my list. So moving on, we're gonna go to DJ Jazzy Jeff. During his time, no one was doing. The things he was doing when we talk about DJs, he was very, very um, iconic and groundbreaking. But you know the things he did, just just bust out his set in the middle of the street downtown, stuff like that um, was was not heard of at the time. Um, his song "Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble," crazy song. I that's one of my favorites that he um, he he worked on, as well as his his most Notorious routines, you know, the Peter Piper, as well as the Rock the Bells routine, the LL Cool J. That routine I listened to um, when I was doing my research, and I just, I could literally play it, I could play it back to back. Like, he didn't even have to, he didn't even go into the whole Rock the Bells song. He didn't even start to start LL Cool J rapping. The way he was scratching and stuff like that was just, it was, I, I nothing like it. So I had to, um, put him on my list as well moving on we're gonna go to kid capri i mean a pioneer when we talk about hip-hop djs i really once i i uh, it's going back and listen to watch a few of the um def comedy jam reruns and that's when i really got turned on to kid capri and then i started to do my little research about him because i liked the sound he always came on with with his it was like a boom bap sound always that i heard from him when he was um, on the turntables and um, really set the tone for me about his skills and, and the way that the way that he's, he's really influenced DJing. He cemented it during that time when he was, um, when he was coming up, um, his skills in the game and I had to put him on my list. So, and he also gets on the mic as well and is able to control the crowd, interact with the crowd as well. So, had to put my list for that as well. Um, we're gonna move on to DJ Scratch, multi-talented uh, DJ, had to put him on my list. He can he can both do the DMC thing as well as be able to still add to the party and rock the party and be that type of DJ as well. So he can switch in and out on both sides. Um, so a multi-talented guy, I had to put him on my list. We're gonna move on to one of the uh, godfathers of the DJ game hip-hop in general grandmaster flash um revolutionized hip-hop djing in general when he uh when he came went through his through his um matriculation and he wasn't really aggressive as some of his other some other djs that you can compare him to he he was extremely talented and really was a trendsetter when we talk about djing for for the future everything past him you know when we talk about the trends and how DJs DJing has evolved and hip hop has evolved truly was a trendsetter and and a godfather of um, DJing. So that is 
six, we're going to move on to my seventh one, which is Grand Wizard Theodore. I did some research in regards to him and heard about his Can get, Can I Get a Soul, a soul Clap. Um, heard that on YouTube. Um, really turned me on to him when he came out. Uh, around 75, I researched about him and um, came out around the New York scene and contributed to hip hop tremendously. And he moved down in um, downtown New York around 82. And he, uh, that's when he came out with his kind of get a soul clap um, song with his crew. And um, after I heard that, had to put him on um, my list with the Fantastic Five. What he did with that as well, um, had to add him to my list. Moving on, we're gonna go to Lil John. This is a favorite for me. Had to put him on my list. He came up uh, around my my actual youth and Atlanta sound guy. He came out around the 90s and the sound he came out with, never heard of, really. I didn't hear anybody doing what he was doing, especially being a black DJ as well at the time. He didn't really, he came out with his, his hip hop hits and stuff like that, but he also contributed to the EDM world as well. So that really cemented him and had to put him on my list for um, being able to bounce back and forth throughout the um, both sides of, of hip hop as well as EDM. Um, sound was crazy and what he contributed to during that early uh, 2000s, he was on a run with just hit, hit, hit. And he was he came out with multiple different artists that he contributed to um on both sides as hip hop as well as pop artists as well. So had to put him on my list. Moving on, we're gonna go to cool DJ Red Alert. I was actually taught about him from my father um when I was younger when he was uh he was talking to me about African Bambada and uh the different hit that that movement. And he had to mention uh, Red Alert to me as well. Um, him and the Jungle Brothers, Tribe Called Crest, when he was um, launching the Boogie Boogie Down Productions, uh, that was really, really what what made me have to put him on my list. Um, he really was pivotal in hip hop in general. This is paired with his DJ skills as well. So um, I had to put him on my list in regards to um, this top ten. Moving on, we're gonna to move to Jazzy Joyce, DJ Jazzy Joyce. Um, I wanted to add a female on my list to uh, spice it up a little bit. She was a real person to be reckoned with when we talk about DJs. It was a notorious battle with DJ Cash Money that she was in and that really solidified her in her rep in regards to her in the, as a DJ in hip hop. She DJ with D Diggable Planets, which was uh, a funky new sound that I had never heard of when we would talk about the uh, groups that were coming out and rap, uh, rap when we talk about rap sound during the 90s, um, never really heard of uh, the type of beats and stuff like that they were, they were coming out with. So I had to add her on my list for her creativity and her single, It's My Beat. 1986 um, was a, a, a very notorious uh, single as well. So had to put on my list. And ended off with Funkmaster Flex. Um, I mean, he is hip hop as well. And we talk about the like true DJs um, that are still around today. Um, he's been able to uh, establish, pair with his, his turntable skills 
um, a presence of and kind of made himself a voice when we talk about uh, figures in hip hop, the New York hip hop rap game, especially when we talk about today and his influence. And he's keeping hip hop alive with his uh, his influence on the radio and having young artists come on and and still do the uh, freestyles and stuff like that. So he's still keeping hip hop pushing and not changing it into the the modern modern hip hop that we see today. So had Adam had Adam on my list for uh for this top ten. And that's who I'm gonna end it off with. Um All right, sounds good. I appreciate it. Uh I'll throw my two cents in first. Uh, I thought it was a very well thought out list. I thought you did a good amount of research. I will say that the only uh complaint I have is uh Funk Master Flex. I'm not aware of any rapper that he DJed for. He's more of a radio DJ, you know, or a mixtape DJ than he is. Yeah, he's a disc jockey, disc jockey. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, in regards to that, we'll have to do some research to see if he's ever, I mean, helped out with any artists. I'm pretty sure he has. He's been around for a minute, but we, I mean, if you say you don't, you don't reckon, recognize anybody he's um, done work with, then I'll, I'll listen to that. All right, no problem. So we'll move on to uh, Terrell. Terrell, what do you think about that list? I like the list. He had a lot of people that I had on my list. And he, as what I was going to say, he very detailed to the core about what this DJ did for the revolution and how they, they made hip-hop where it should be and how it should be kept on past from past years to past years. So... And he did his research. I did my little research, but he went down to the beach. That's what I liked about that. So I like his list. All right, cool, cool. So let's move on to my main man, Kev. Kev, what do you think about that list? Uh, I like it. Uh, it was well thought out. He really he really did his thing. But let me say that Funkmaster Flex has DJ for MCs. It was pretty much early in his career. I know a guy who used to rap, and uh, him and his friends did make some money overseas and Flex was their tour DJ when they went over to England and stuff. So I don't know how many MCs, but he has done, he has DJ and toured with MCs before. All right, cool, cool. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I just, again, it's just from my general knowledge, I was unaware of him being with any, you know, named artist that I could think of. But well, I, I don't think it was any really big name artist. I mean, it might have been like, you know, some up and comers. And before they blew up, they got someone else and he might have did some work with them. But like I said, I know of at least two. I can actually say two people I know and I've seen pictures of them with uh, with Flex as their DJ. All right. No problem. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just again, that was just my general knowledge. It's me. Maybe I'm slipping these days, but, you know, that's how it goes sometime at my age. But uh, uh, we're going to move forward. Let's go to my main man, Terrell Terrell. What are your top 10 for all-time rap DJs? Okay, so I'm not going in any type of order because the, all, all these DJs was a good DJ. But I'm going to start with my main man, Grandmaster Flash. Now, I grew up in Brooklyn, but my mom and my dad tell me stories about how they used to always take that train, that six train all the way up to the Bronx to hear some good music. Grandmaster Flash used to tear down the house every night, no matter what. And I remember I heard a story about how he helped some upcoming DJs to become like him. And he gave them a record and a crown. 
and he told them, these two right here is unstoppable. I never did get understand what that means, but I watched a show called The Get Down. They had the same exact scene on there. I watched it, and I seen what they was talking about. And that was a phenomenal set trend for any DJ now. I can't, I don't care who, who ever seen the thing. So I got him. I got Scott LaRock. Just heard about him a couple, couple, couple minutes ago, and I'm like, okay. Then I got the um, DJ's um, Scratch, and then I got Molly Marv, which I love Molly Marv. I love all his type of music. Like I could jam to him every day. Then I got Africa Bambata, and then I got the Pioneer DJ Cool Herb. Then I got Chuck Chill Out. Kev gonna be surprised when I help say this one. Grandmaster Grandmaster Sauce and Daryl Daryl McDaniel. And I'm gonna end it off with DJ King Tech. And that's my list. All right, well I'm gonna jump in and get my two percent first. Solid, solid list. You pulled out some real winners there. I mean, you dug deep in the crates on some of those. My main man, DJ Scott LaRock, uh, RIP, uh, KRS-One's first DJ. Love that dude. I really appreciate you young guys jumping in and really, you know, going after this uh, this topic and, and doing your research. So I really appreciate it. So, Malcolm, what did you think about that top 10 list? Extremely educational. I like the list. Some of the people I didn't know. I, I like the, I mean, I appreciate the African Bambada mention in there as well. You know, you really did your due diligence. Similar to me, as, so uh, I think we, we, the young guys did our thing on this one. True that, true that. No doubt, no doubt. So moving on to our anchor. Kev, what do you think about that top 10 list? Uh, I loved it. It was very in-depth, and it wasn't just, you know, just the big names that we all heard of. You know, it was some of the guys that, actually had an impact in one of the earliest eras of hip-hop no doubt thank you thank you all right so uh moving on to me uh and i'm gonna jump in and i'm going with uh a couple honorable mentions and uh under my honorable mentions are dj wiz who was the dj for kid and play uh dj clark kent who was the dj for dana dang and Mixmaster ice who was the dj for UTFO. Those are my honorable mentions. So now I'm going to move on to uh, my top 10. Uh, at number 10, Cut Creator, the DJ for LL Cool J. I know Cut Creator personally. This man put in work. He's gone up and down the highway doing his thing all across the world. Love love my man, Cut Creator. Uh, number nine, DJ Grandmaster D, the DJ for Houdini. Put in mad work. Uh, still to this day, you know, if it wasn't for this pandemic, Houdini tours, you can see them in your local homecoming. You can see them at your local uh, um, county fair. You name it. They're they out there doing their thing. Uh, moving on to number eight, DJ Scratch. We all know, you know, he ended up uh, taking the place of DJ Caleb, Ball, Caleb Boss for uh, EPMD. And he's the one who really, you know, solidified uh, the, the, the turmoil that was going on with um, EPMD. They went through like four different DJs and then DJ Scratch came in and, and gave them that, that anchor they needed. Uh, going on to number seven, uh, DJ D-Nice, the DJ for BDP, Boogie Down Productions, after uh, Scott LaRock. Number six, my lady, DJ Spinderella, spent the, the DJ for Salt and Pepper. My number five, uh, DJ Mixmaster Mike. Mixmaster Mike is a masterful turntablist, but he's also the DJ for the Beastie Boys. Been all around the world doing his thing. Uh, my number four, can't 
you just you know you can't leave him off your list if you're really going deep. Uh, Grandmaster J, Run DMC, Malcolm already explained how important he was. Uh, moving on to number three, DJ Mister Mix. A lot of people may not know who he is, but he's the DJ for Two Live Crew. Uh, my number two, Terminator X for Public Enemy. Uh, he no longer tours with them, but he put in work for those first five or six albums. So gotta love Terminator X. And my number one can't go, you know, just can't enough can't be said about this gentleman. Uh, his album, The Magnificent Jazzy Jeff. I mean, not the album, but the song. Just amazing, you know classic stuff he put down but definitely my number one dj jazzy jeff all right so let's move on and uh, hear um malcolm what did you think about that list um i enjoyed the list um i liked it i didn't know about the two live crew dj that was i enjoyed two live crews um all their stuff so um whoever the dj is is mighty talented terminator x that mention was a good one I thought as well because I enjoyed the sound that um I heard from the public enemy um their work as well so and then LL Cool J mentioned his DJ that you mentioned I can't remember his name Cut Creator um, Cut Creator yeah I've heard about him as well so not like that mentioned so it was a good list I appreciate it so uh moving on to Terrell Terrell what did you think about that list that list was good. Like, it was a lot of people that I forgot about, especially about DJ Smith. What was it? How you say his name again? Spinderella. Spinderella. I forgot all about her. And, like, if my cousin ever do hear this and, and she knows that I forgot about her, I think she's going to get in my butt because she also was a big fan of her. And the other DJ, DJ from Rum DMC, I to- he's another person I totally forgot about. And I used to love Rum DMC. So, like, like you caught me off guard with your list, but I like it. All right, cool, cool. Moving on to our anchor, Kev. What did you think about that list? Oh man, you, you when you mentioned Clark Kent, it really it hurt me because I forgot about Clark Kent. If I'm not mistaken, he he DJ for Biggie too, right? He, he did. He sure did. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm I'm mad I forgot all about him, but um, I mean just solid as always. So you know I can appreciate it. All right, I appreciate that. So moving on to our anchor, like I've been calling them all night, my main man, Kev, what was your uh, top 10 of uh, all-time rappers? I mean, before I start, I want to say that um, what a lot of people don't realize is that DJs and hip-hop are the roots of the whole thing. You know, the earliest forefathers, before they really were MCs, was the DJ. And that's something that's been forgotten. DJs were everything. Like, they were... They were the, they were in the forefront. They were the leaders of the pack. They were everything. So, um, for us doing this is is I think is impressive because it you know it, it's a history lesson, but at the same time, it's us covering all bases when it comes to hip hop as a whole. So, um, in my honorable mentions, I I didn't want to mention this person, but I I don't think you can mention DJs and not mention this person. So I'm gonna go with Africa Bambada. It's some things he done personally, and it's kind of like, uh, what, do you, what do you do? So I'll leave it at that. I go from 10 to 1. So number 10, I go Just Blaze. You know, a lot of people think of him as a producer, but the boy got skills, man. The boy can do his thing, even with if it's a club set or even with, you know, various MCs throughout 
the industry. My number nine is D-Nice. He's more than this quarantine DJ that everybody know. He was the second DJ in Boogie Down Productions. And, I mean, you know, he had a marginal rap career at one time. Number eight, I go Eric B. Eric B, no, every, a lot of people know Eric B as being the DJ for Rakim. But Eric B, first MC that he was partnered with was Freddie Fox. And if you don't know Freddie Fox, I, I suggest you find out. You know, go listen to some of his stuff. Freddie Fox is one of the hardest MCs ever in the game. And, you know, it's it's a shame we don't discuss him more. Number seven, Knife Wonder. Um, now he does a lot of work with Rhapsody, but uh Knife really got his his start with Little Brother. And if if you was ever a, able to see Little Brother in the, when you know when they first came out, their their live shows were just amazing. I mean, just everything from the rapping, the skits, I mean things Knife did. I mean it was just everything was just amazing. Number six, I go red alert. He's just the, one of the forefathers in the game. Um his style and he has a dynamic ear for music that I don't think a lot of people really touch on with him. Number five. Number five is a tie. So I got um, Jazzy Jeff and Molly Marr. Both of them could have been higher. I think they. I think I put them both at five more as a personal than anything. Molly Marr, uh, Molly Marr was able to create one of the, the greatest rap group of all time in the Juice Crew. Um, I mean, that's just the strongest set of MCs put together that no one can touch. And we, you know, it's a shame that MC Shan doesn't get as much love as he should. But when Molly and Shan was together, it was, they had an unstoppable unit. And it's, you know, I, I'll keep, I'll go with that. Um, Jazzy Jeff now with, oh God, what's the wrap up guy? I can't think of his name. But what Jazzy Jeff does now is, it's, it's just impressive. I mean, just outside of his DJ sets, I mean, just uh, getting, uh, every summer he gets a group of DJs together and they have this DJ camp. I mean, so, I mean, just to put something like that together, just to keep the the DJ culture alive, he should just get credit alone outside of his body of work. Number four, uh, I'm going with Grandmaster Flash. He was, he was one of my earliest, he was one of the first DJs I really, you know, became a huge fan of. So that's why, you know, he, it was personal to me. Uh, number three, DJ Screw. I'm a big Down South fan, so I I would be remiss if I didn't um, show love to one of, if not the best DJ from the South who created a, a new style of hip hop uh, with Chopped and Screw, which even today, you know, since Screw has passed on, there are DJs in the South right now who still still chopping and screwing and slowing down, you know, records because of him. Uh, number two, I'm going with Jam Master J. I don't think a, a lot of people don't realize that Jam Master J was everything to run the MC. Yes, Russell Simmons was their first manager, but their style came from Jay. How they rapped, a lot of it came from Jay. Their image and their personalities and all that was was Jam Master J. And, you know, Run DMC is one of the greatest duos of all time. And for him to have such an impact on the group behind the scenes, you can't. You can't forget about him or not show him love. Um, my number one is DJ Premier. I'm surprised no one else really had him. But out of out of the DJs that been in the game for a long time, DJ Premier is, is still one of the... He's still current and he still keeps 
the art of scratching or just DJing. He keeps it going in the present day music. So you can hear it in uh, the Gangstar album, their last album that came out like a year or two ago. Um, the work he does with Royce 59. I mean, just anything he does, he makes sure you know that a hip hop DJ is on that record. And that's why I give him my number one. All right, cool, cool. I'll jump in here and do my two cents. You know, solid, solid list. Um, it, I, I would tell you the only reason why I don't think a lot of people put uh, DJ Premier on as the younger generation thinks of DJ Premier more of a, a producer than a DJ. And I know that I didn't put him in my top 10. He would have probably been 11 or 12. Uh, I didn't even make him an honorable mention because literally he would have been 11 or 12 in my list. Basic. And it was just because... Um, uh, Gangstar is one of my, you know, I love that group, but as far as my top 10, I went by some of the artists, you know, the DJs of the artists that I really, really was kicking it with. And not that I wasn't kicking it with Gangstar, but it was hard when you, you know, have as much, you know, knowledge of this thing as I do. So yeah, definitely Premier would have been at number 11 for me. And that's probably the only reason why I didn't put him in my top 10. So uh, I'll move on. Uh, Terrell, what did you think about that list? Well, when it came to DJ Premier, I also, like I said, what you said, I thought of him more as a producer. I didn't really put him down. Like, I seen him, but I was like, I feel like he's more a producer than a DJ. Give or take, I didn't know about his, his history, how he first started, but, and I'm also going to put my two cents that, like, your list is your list, but putting him as number one. I don't think he should have been number one because, like I said, like you had Grandmaster Flies and you placed them so low. If it wasn't for Grandmaster Flies, there would be no DJ Premier. So that's the only thing I got to say about you. But, but your list is good. And your list is your list. But those, that's my two cents. But I like your list. All right. True that. True that. All right. So, uh, Malcolm, what did you think about that list? Solid as always. I enjoyed the Eric B. Uh, information was informative and the ninth wonder mentioned was good um we also share the love for the southern sound as well so good list yeah definitely got to show big love for uh dj screw you know these lists being 10 is so hard to uh put everybody you want to put in there you know and you know you when you got little john and you got dj screw I mean, those dudes changed everything you know they changed everything about hip hop and where it was and where it was going. So it's so hard to figure out where to put them in, in, in these, in, in these lists. So I appreciate everybody's due diligence. This was a great conversation. Uh, I'd like to let the listeners know that we look forward to having a live podcast one day where we can have the listeners call in and um, be a part of the discussion as well as ask questions. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us through under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. And we really appreciate you all listening. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>